Welcome to Medical Sales Live, the number one resource for breaking into medical sales and building your career. With us today, we have Dr. Christopher Meichler from Morton Plant Hospital and his representative from Stryker, Mr. Brian Ahrens. So welcome, gentlemen. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Uh, Brian, start yes. with you. A couple questions um, on your background. First off, let's start with how you got where you are today. Tell us, tell us from A to Z how you got into this industry. Um, I got in this industry at approximately 2010. Um, fortunately, um, I had the opportunity to socialize with a lot of Stryker guys um, back in the day prior to joining Stryker. Um, fortunately, I have a relationship with Dr. Meichler, so when he was in residency, I would go visit and I would actually spend time with some of the Stryker guys, get to know, know about the company and what it was all about. Um, I've always been in sales. Uh, I have an IT background in sales. I used to work for Xerox Corporation about approximately eight years prior and was a consultant for American Express and so on and so forth. So I've been in sales for quite some time and I'm um, going on 12 years now with Stryker. Wow. Yes. Interesting. So describe for me a typical life in the day of a spine rep, which is your career has been all in spine. Time you get up to when you eat lunch, if you eat lunch and the time you go home. What, what would be a typical day and then slash week that you would experience? Okay, typical day would be, you know, the, the objective and the goal is to be in the OR every day of the week. Um, I would say that's a successful spine rep is being in the OR every day. And unfortunately, we don't control that. It's based on the surgeon's OR schedule and when they do their surgeries. So the days that we're not in the OR, the goal is just to be meeting with surgeons uh, in clinic during clinic. And um, for me, what I try to do personally is I try to touch the surgeon both directly and indirectly every day of the week. And what I mean by that is directly, obviously, seeing that surgeon, working with that surgeon, or meeting with that surgeon in clinic. And if I don't have the opportunity to do that, is don't have the opportunity to do that, excuse me, indirectly, I, I try to touch the uh, OR staff that supports the surgeon, their staff at their office, um, just sort of some sort of indirect, you know, relationship excuse me, not relationship, but the contact with that surgeon is very, very important for me. And being out there and branding myself, I mean, you know, that's the most important thing is relationships that we have. And, and Dr. Meichler, what are you looking for um, and what value do you place on the competency, trust, reliability, obviously, um, is a big thing, but in your words? No, I mean, it's everything. Um, I think that, you know, having trust in someone, um, makes the case go by quicker when I'm driving to the hospital, knowledge that there's a rep who's gonna be doing that case with me, will have everything lined up to take stress off of me throughout the course of the day. Um, that's pretty much, uh, it makes my life a ton easier. And I think Brian would probably agree that one of the jobs of a rep is to make the surgeon's life easier. And whether that means, uh, you know, helping me measure things in the operating room, getting the uh, fluoroscopy set up properly, um, you know, from a neurosurgical standpoint, you know, I've, I've got the case, but there's probably nine other things going on in my mind about other patients in the hospital. And this just trust, competency, diligence, reliability. Those are four words that I, I think that all reps uh, can really take to heart and try to strive to be. Right. Fantastic. Um, have you seen the evolution change over time? Like when you started, you've been uh, the rep here for Dr. Michael for 12 years now, uh, almost his entire practice of 13 years. Um, have you seen a change over year over year or every five years, or has it been pretty much consistent 
you know, outside of, say, outside factors like COVID, obviously, it's thrown everybody a bit of a curveball. You know, I, I would say that hospital administration, the, the hospital administration is much more involved now. Um, you know, Dr. Meichler is hospital employed. Um, I would think, in my opinion, that the hospital administration tries to get a little bit more involved with what he's doing from an instrumentation standpoint these days versus, you know, back in the day, you know, it's pretty much whatever he says, he says would, would, would go. But, I mean, he, that still happens today. I just think they're, they're a lot more involved, the administration is, you know, not only for the hospital-employed surgeons, but, but also the private practice surgeons. So... Last question I have is around new reps. What advice would you have, both of you, for a rep getting into this industry for the first time? They're in their first year. What are some do's and don'ts or, or things that you would say, listen, this is what you really need to focus on? Yeah, sure. I mean, I, you know, someone who typically has graduated from college is in their early, mid-20s and wants to go into spine surgery and being a rep, I mean, I think one of the things that you have to understand is it's a big time commitment. And, and I think that sacrifice, social life, sacrifice those Saturday nights that you wanna go out and have fun may be compromised. Um, you know, it's a big commitment, but on the backside of things, it's also a very big reward because you get to interact with patients and have knowledge that these patients are going to do very well, establish relationships, and grow your own practice um, uh, are very big uh, potential rewards for you down the line in terms of your career. And Brian, final thoughts? Uh, on, new reps? On that note, it, it's a lifestyle. It really is. And, and provided you're fortunate enough to get an opportunity in the industry, it's a lifestyle. It's not a nine-to-five job. It's anything but a nine-to-five job. I mean... Um, you spend a lot of time with your clients. Um, it's not a bad thing, um, but you do spend a lot of time with them and you become very close with their families and that's all you know for the most part. Um, but on another note though, is that, you know, provided you get into the industry, don't be that, don't be a yes man. It's the last thing you wanna do is be a, a yes man. Be in the OR and be like, yes, 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 you know? You gotta be honest with these guys. These guys are the upper echelon. I call them the top of the food chain. Um, your, your brain, cardio, vascular, and, and uh, spine, top of the food chain, and you're working with, with very intelligent people. And um, you turn into that yes man, you'll be called out in a second. So it's all about knowing something, and if you don't know it, say you don't know it. Let me look that up and I'll get back to you on that, but don't be that yes person. That would be my advice. And that takes time. I mean, that's not yeah. something that happens overnight or Correct. even within a year or two. I mean, as I said, as a surgeon, you gain trust in a rep based upon the way they absorb things in their first two years. Should You should be a sponge to, yeah. to start learning the business. Well, these are high-pressure situations. Sure. You know, you're operating on a live person, and in a lot of cases in this industry, in this specialty, it's, it's life or death. So you need to know your stuff cold. And if you don't, to your point, Brian, uh, say you don't know the answer, but I'll get back to you in the next 24 hours. Mm -hmm. so. Exactly. Fantastic. Well, appreciate you guys coming in. Yeah. Well, thank Thanks you for having, having us, us, Rich. Right. Appreciate thank it. You. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in to Medical Sales Live. Remember to like and subscribe to this channel for the latest in all things medical sales.